This is Inside the Truck. Presented by Summer Skates. Show your game off the ice. Inside the Truck, pulling back the curtain on sports television production. Here is Steve Lansky and Paul Hemming. I'm Steve Lansky. I'm in my 43rd year of working in sports media. I've produced Hockey Night in Canada. I've produced the CFL on CBC, including the 1989 Grey Cup. And when Sportsnet came on the air in the late 90s, I produced their hockey studio. On Twitter, I'm at Big Mouth Sports. Now this is the part in the show where my podcast partner, Paul Hemming, jumps in and talks about all the things he's done in his live sports television career. And he would finish with, and he's currently the lead director for Turner Sports on the NHL on TNT package that they just began. But he's not on this podcast today because, and this is why this will be the last episode, E36 will be the final E of Inside the Truck in its current form because when Paul went to Turner in late September, he went as a staff person and he had to sign a compliance agreement. And part of that compliance agreement contained the stipulation that he could not co-host this podcast. Now, we discussed it with several people at Turner. And when I say we, I mean Paul, but we're a team, so I'll say we. And we did our very best to be able to continue as we've gone on to this point, and we just couldn't find any success. So we thought we better do one final podcast to kind of explain where we're at and why Inside the Truck won't be continuing in its current form. And I'll say this, as soon as Paul got hired at Turner, a little, a little voice, a little voice in the back of my head said, uh-oh. <laughs> because I thought it might impact the podcast. But I didn't say anything, but I thought it might. But it was an absolute no-brainer for Turner to put Paul in the lead director role. I have never met a guy who is more creative. But at the very same time, because you get lots of creative people, but at the very same time, his feet are right on the ground. And he knows exactly what he's doing, and he's listening to everybody else around him, plus he's creating. I got to tell you, it is the rare, rare director that can do both those things. I can think of two I've known in my life, and Paul is one. So I am elated with the opportunity he's got at Turner Sports. Maybe beyond elated. I don't know what the word would be. I'm sad because of how it impacts the podcast, but I'm so, so happy for Paul because if anybody deserves the opportunity, he does. So when we started this podcast in May 2020, pandemic kind of had just started and we've talked about this before, but just as a bit of a refresher, I had been hounding Paul, honest to God, for three years, ever since he left Hockey Night in Canada. And I apologize, Paul, I don't know what year that was, 
Um, it may have been 2017, but Paul knows I'd been hounding him since then. We got to do a podcast. We got to do a podcast. We got to do a podcast. And there were always several reasons why we wouldn't be doing a podcast from Paul's point of view. Not the least of which was, we're not broadcasters. I'm not a broadcaster. I'm a producer. I do some research. Paul's not a broadcaster. He's a director. He was an associate director and a production assistant before that. I said, you know what? I think we can do it because we've known each other for a very, very long time, 35 years. And I think we've got enough here that people will be interested. Ah, nobody will be interested, he would say. I said, I think people will be interested because for years and years, Paul and I haven't lived in the same city for a very long time, probably since 1991, 92, something like that, when the last time we both lived in Toronto. And then he moved out of town, but he was always really good at calling me and saying, Steve-O, I'm going to be in town next week on Thursday. Can we have lunch? I said, sure. And we always met at Yorkdale Mall. And Yorkdale is a mall right on the 401 in Toronto. At one point in the 1960s, I'm pretty sure it was the biggest mall in Canada. Of course, it got eclipsed by Square One, and that got eclipsed by West Edmonton Mall. But we would meet at Yorkdale, and we'd show up for lunch, and we might not have seen each other for a year. And we would sit down, and we would start to talk, and the server would come by after like 30 minutes, and they'd say, listen, there's no spot for me to get in here and ask you if you've decided what you want to order. And of course, we hadn't decided what we wanted to order because we hadn't even opened the menus, because all we were doing was talking, 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 talking. And so, oh, yeah, I'll have a burger, I'll have a burger, boom. And the server would start to walk away, and then they'd turn back every single time. And they'd say, can I ask you guys a question? What is it that you do for a living? I said, oh, we're in live TV sports. And they'd always say, oh, my God, it sounds interesting. Because it is interesting. And that's what I used to say to Paul. If you like sports, and you like sports television, for some reason, people find the behind-the-scenes stuff Interesting, because I think in sports television, oh, how do I say this? It's proliferated with a number of loose cannons. Let's put it that way, uh, of which I may be one. I can't speak for my podcast partner. but And that makes for interesting talk. And Paul would say, well, what are we going to talk about? I said, look, you've been to, you know, how many world juniors? Like 20. I said, you got any stories? I got a million stories. I said, well, then scribble down a skeleton for two of them, and that'll be our next podcast. Oh, okay, that sounds good. And so that's how we'd go. And because we're not broadcasters, and we're not, we're not going to be pretend to be broadcasters, the first few podcasts were kind of rough. So we're starting from zero. We've got nothing. We barely have an idea that has now been accepted by both members of the team. How do we do a podcast? I have no idea. How do we edit audio? I have no idea. How will we promote it? I have no idea. So we had about four or five Zoom calls in late April and early May of 2020 trying to figure all those things out. Neither one of us knew how to edit audio, but one thing I love to do is learn. I love a challenge. I don't use a GPS. I use a map. I don't want something to tell me where I'm going. I want to see if I can figure it out myself. 
Sometimes I can. Sometimes I can't. But I really, really like the challenge. Because I got to be honest, for me, without a challenge, life is boring sometimes. So I thought, well, if we're going to do a podcast, somebody's got to edit it. Why don't I see if I can figure out how to audio edit? So all the podcasts we've done, I have been Captain Audio. And it's gotten better over time. But I just, I love the challenge of trying to figure it out because I knew nothing about audio. Paul does all the graphics. Paul sets up most of the interviews and the other stuff we do as a collaboration. But it was such a wonderful way to collaborate and to go back and forth and continue our relationship. And we would do episodes where, oh, I don't know. Let's say we're going to tell stories about... um some things that have gone wrong in hockey games that we've done or on sporting events that we've done. And Paul would say in our, you know, Zoom call before we started recording, he'd say, well, I'm going to tell a story. I'd say, stop, stop. I don't want to know what your story is going to be about. You just surprise me with it on the podcast because that'll be our best reaction. So that's kind of something you learn as you go along. And God bless Paul. And I don't, I don't think he'll be upset that I'm saying this. Out of the gate, because we're not broadcasters, but I've been lucky enough to do a little bit of radio with Alan Mitchell on TSN 1260 in Edmonton. Paul had done nothing. And there were a lot of false starts and ums and uhs and you knows and stuff like that off the top. And so it required a fair bit of editing. But I would, I would play it back and Paul would hear it and, and God love him. He'd say, okay, I got it. I'm going to improve on that. I'm going to improve on this. I'm going to improve on that. And then what would happen is, as we got a little deeper into the podcast, maybe episode 10, 15, something like that, we'd tell a story and then we'd stop down, stop that uh, piece of tape, which obviously isn't tape, just stop that recording. And Paul would say, you know what? What'd you think of that? And I'd say, it was, it was fine. It was a story that he'd told. And he said, you know what? I think I can do it better and tighten it up. Can we try it again? I'm like, yeah, we can try it again. So again, it's, it's the whole evolution of everything and of how, how we both enjoyed the challenge of improving. And that's all live sports TV is. Because when you sit down in a truck and the game starts, you have no idea what you're going to be handed. You have no clue. It could be the most boring game in history. Or it could be the most insanely exciting game in history. You don't know which one you're going to get. And it's a real challenge to figure out how to deal with that in a live manner. There are no redos. There are no do-overs. You're live. What I'm recording right now, if I don't like it, I can do it again. In live TV, there's no do it again. You're done. And there's been lots of stuff that I've produced and I've looked back and I thought, ah, we didn't do that very well. And something that comes to mind, so Wayne Gretzky retired in 1999 and he actually announced his retirement in Ottawa about three days, maybe two days before his final game at Madison Square Garden against the Pittsburgh Penguins for the Rangers. So Sportsnet covered Wayne's retirement press conference three days before he actually played his last game, live. 
And we're in the control room, and I'm sitting next to Troy Clara, who was our director. And I said, look, every time you know, Wayne's talking and we roll in a little footage of him playing, a little viz, we roll in a little viz, we'll just put a little music behind it. Okay, fine. Press conference starts, Wayne starts talking, we roll in some viz, hit the music. We do this three or four times, and then I realize those roll-ins shouldn't have music behind them. There shouldn't be any music there. So, what is that? 22 years ago? Still ticks me off, because they screwed it up. But we took the music out, and we rectified it for the rest of the show. But that's the thing about live, is you don't get the second chance. And you always want to keep improving, and you always want to keep getting better. And I think that was always our number one goal with this podcast. Plus, we loved learning new things. Not so much about each other, but a little, but just about how this worked and what we could do on a podcast and what we couldn't do and what was clever and what didn't come off as funny and what came off as very funny. And all that was just fascinating, I think, for both of us. So now that the pod is ending, in its current format, there's no law that says we won't be back. And that's kind of how this episode got titled the way it got titled. Because I said to Paul, I said, you know, if I'm going to do some episode where I'm yammering into a microphone for 15 minutes explaining why we're not continuing the podcast for all those, you know, loyal people that have been listening to us from the beginning. And thank you so, so much. Thank you all by name in a minute. But I said to Paul, why don't we call it E36 done like dinner? And he says, no, 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 that's so final. That's so final. He said, let's let's just call it E36 Han Solo because you're doing it solo. And I'm like, I like it. And in fact, now that I think about it, maybe we should get our last gong in here with Han Solo. Did you say that was the last gong? That's it. This is the last one. Ah, well, there goes my fun. Okay, here's one more for the road. Primarily played by Harrison Ford, Han Solo is a fictional character in the Star Wars movie franchise. The American Film Institute named Solo as the 14th best ever film hero. He's definitely my favorite scruffy-looking nerf herder. Okay, that's enough. You'll still get to see me at home. Don't be too upset. Out of my way, big mouth. My next stop is PA announcer at the Jays games. Pinch hitting hitting for Pedro Pedro Bourbon. Manny Mota. Thank you, Mrs. Big Mouth. You added a completely different voice, and I absolutely loved it. So there are some people we want to thank specifically. And some people commented and gave us feedback and thoughts and follow-up questions on almost every episode. And man, did we love that. Because that's what television is. It's not sitting in your cubicle on a computer talking to nobody. It's the opposite of that. It's interaction. It's ideas back and forth. It's, hey, have you ever thought of this? Or, I liked when you said this. What did that mean? So then maybe we'd explain it the next episode. So, just want to say thanks to a few people who never, ever failed to comment or or give us an idea or a thought or what they liked, or what they didn't like, and we really enjoyed that. Greg Lockhart, 
Howard Pedvis, SoCal Kathy, Franklin Rubenstein, Guy Kerr, Mark Brown, Gary Monson, Todd Lewis, the boys at Scuttlepuck Podcast, Mike Bond and Dale Horde. They had us on for a guest appearance early on when Inside the Truck started, and we sure appreciated that. And of course, Brandon Costa and the entire SVG team. So helpful. We really appreciate it. And it was so much fun to talk to all the people we got to interview. And they were so generous with their time. And so open. And so respectful. And so understanding with the fact that we hadn't done this before. And so patient with us. You know, Chris Cuthbert. John Forslund. The new voice of the Seattle Kraken. Mike Johnson. Oh my God. If you only listen to one episode... Spool up, here's Johnny, and listen to him talk about being an analyst in hockey. It's just brilliant. Kay Cockrell. I'm not going to lie. If I have a favorite interview, it's probably Kay Cockrell. Oh, my God, she was so funny. NBC golf analyst. Lisa Salters. Renee Hadelid, who produced the Indy 500. Matt Marvin and Chuck Dammeyer talking about the NHL on NBC. Jamie Oakford, Patrick McManus, and Drew Esikoff. We just, we can't thank you enough. And we've got to thank Summer Skates and Kevin Hennessy and Conquest Hockey and James Purcell for partnering with a couple of rubes like me and Paul. And we had no idea how, when, where, why this thing would ever make it out of episode one into episode two. But Kevin and James said, sure, we'll jump on board. We'd love to help you guys. So nice. And Jeff Kozak, our musical director, out of the goodness of his heart, did the theme for this podcast. And Paul said, I got a buddy. Cozy's going to do us the music. I'm like, okay. I don't know if it's going to be any good, but let's let's start with something, because right now we've got nothing. So Cozy sent two cuts. The first cut I didn't love. I thought it was a little slow. And then the second cut just literally blew my head off. And it's the one we use for our theme. And I said to Paul, I said, look, you can go back to him if you want, but we're never getting a better theme song than that. I just, I think it's fantastic. I've loved it since the moment I heard it and will continue to love it forever. So thanks, Jeff. We really appreciate everything you contributed to this show. So that's it. Episode 1, Genesis, dropped 532 days ago from the day we're recording this episode. 36, which is actually episode 37, because we were crazy enough to name an episode 34 and a half. (laughs) 532 days, 37 episodes. I would love to tell you where to keep listening and that we'll keep bringing you inside the truck, but I can't right now. And if I talk any more about it, I might tear up. So I'll just say, until Paul and I can chat with you again.